Have you seen my, hey, have you seen my friend? Oh, I'm so excited. I get dance moves, faces off. No respect, no honor. Easy peasy. And they look Popping like dogs. dogs. Just hoping somebody can recognize them. Here's spot. Are you a soldier? Baby face boys. Very funny. No heels allowed. Hello, Babyface Bullies universe. It's time to play the music. It's time to light the lights. It's time for the Babyface Bullies podcast. I'm Vintown. I'm Miss Piggy Sammers. <laughs> we are the world's number one wrestling podcast among Muppets. Facts. And we're back for another week. Uh, before we get into the action, we got to tell you that we appreciate everyone who likes and subscribes. Give us five stars on iTunes. Thank you so much. Please leave a review. Check you us know, out on YouTube. Share with your friends. We're a social podcast. So, Sarah, share us socially. <laughs> but at a distance. So please check it out. And as always, no heels allowed. Yeah, so we're going to start off our podcast as we do each week by talking about what did we watch this week. And Sam, the first thing we watched this week was amazing. Yes, it was. Stretching back to last week, Monday, we watched BTE 200 from the Nick Jackson compound. <laughs> yeah, the BTE compound in Rancho oh, yeah. Cucamonga, California. B BTE compound. I couldn't remember the name of the compound. It's the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> the doy. The, uh... Entire episode was dedicated to Matt versus Nick Jackson, Falls Count Anywhere, and it was amazing. It really was. It might be my favorite match of the quarantine. Yeah, I liked it because they went in the pool. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't want to spoil it too much, but, you know, even if you don't think BTE is for you, this match is definitely for you. Yeah, and it's definitely uh, creative. Like I kind of touched on last week with the BTE 199, they have their own ring set up. They're still doing matches. Um, this just continues to show that they have plenty of ideas to get them through this quarantine time to keep entertaining us, the fans. Yeah, I mean, if you liked the Firefly Funhouse, <laughs> see a doctor, but also you will like this match. Uh, it's a lot of fun. There's callbacks to... Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels. There's callbacks to Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. BTE history. It's just two brothers having way too much fun. And beating the shit, beating out, the of shit out of each other at their house. Yeah, doing like uh, moves on yeah. concrete <laughs> right. on a tennis court. Like Yeah, doing a tornado DDT onto a tennis court. Doing a swanton dive off of their patio deck or whatever yeah just just check it out i it really is one of my favorite things that i saw during the whole quarantine and i love wrestling how many stars would you give it uh probably four and a half. Oh, really i don't know <laughs> how does the stars work five is, is the best three is good oh sorry you know how stars work but Never mind. <laughs> Speaking of stars, we also mm. watched AEW Dynamite this week. Chris Jericho is once again on commentary, and he was once again pretty gold. Golden. Indeed. He's a true master of many, many different aspects of wrestling. Right. He uh, 
may not always make the smartest decisions in his personal life, but in the world <laughs> of wrestling, I'm behind him all the way. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he's just ripping on people on commentary. Right, but in a good way. I mean, there's been a couple times when he's talking about like Chuck or Colt where I'm like, hey, dude, back off. Yeah, that's but, my guy. Right. But maybe I'm just getting worked, bro. You know? Right. Yeah, he he almost like makes fun of people in a way that is still putting them over. Yeah. Like calling Sugar Dunkerton Pineapple Pete. Like now right, Pineapple now. Pete has a shirt that says Pineapple Pete. Right, and he's he's selling them babies. Right. Getting that money. Cha ching. So yeah, it's uh a lot of fun. I saw most of it. I actually fell asleep, but I'll get to that later. But there was one match that I saw that was I thought nothing was wrong with it at the time. Me Kenny neither. Omega versus Alan Angels. I have it pulled up. <laughs> There's been so many names floating around. We want to make sure we get this name correct. Yes, Alan Angels. Yeah, this guy has gotten like really disrespected in the world of wrestling. Right. I think it kind of started with Jericho on commentaries saying like, how old is this guy? 27? Austin Angles? Or he like said his name yeah, wrong. Alan Eagles. Yeah. So this match was just a little six minute match. A little slightly competitive, but Kenny Omega never really had it. It was never really out of hand for him to win. You never really thought he would actually lose because mm-hmm. he's Kenny Omega. But some people didn't have an opinion like this. Some people wanted to stir up some Mm. Hot thesis, aka controversy. I just can't believe all these people say. Controversy. Yeah, so the wrestling world was arguing about this for the entire week, basically, since this happened. Ryan Satin is out there saying Oh, former TMZ intern? Yes. Ryan Satan? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Ryan Satin says that. Kenny Omega's not a real star because this guy kicked out of the V-Trigger. And Dave Meltzer is arguing with him. Everyone's arguing with him. Other people said it too. And it's just like, who cares? Right. It's it's It got to the point where it seemed like people were just arguing for the sake of arguing. And it wasn't even, you know, a discussion like, what do you think? It was just like, that's stupid. It was bad. No, it was good. Right. Anything with Kenny Omega is so heightened. Like, people have such a visceral reaction to anything he does, which is probably telling about a lot of people. But that's a different story. I think that's something that comes with the territory of being, having that title. Of being being the elite. Being the elite. (laughs) You know, some people will support you no matter what you do. And other people will want to come for you, no matter what you do, which is, you know, an, an error I think some people make where you see someone in a bad light and they do something quote unquote bad and you're like, well, they did that because they're a bad person. And on the flip side, right. if you have a person that you're a huge fan of and and they do something bad, you make an excuse like, well, they only did that because. Oh, you mean like Velveteen Dream? <laughs> We're not even touching on that. <laughs> I don't want to burn myself on that scalding hot tea. Yeah, the thing with me is Ryan Satin is out here saying that, you know, Kenny Omega doesn't look like a real star when his favorite wrestler is The Fiend. Hey, guess what? I'm not going to listen to you. I quit the podcast. <laughs> to hear someone's favorite wrestler is The Fiend. Speaking of The Fiend, just going on a weird tangent. I saw a tweet and I don't know if it was real or not. 
and I should have saved it, but it said it was someone tweeting like, "I spent six thousand euros on a the fiend replica belt, and it still it hasn't even shipped. I ordered it two months ago. I'm only doing an accent because I assume they're European because it was in euros, <laughs> but." A fair Six thousand euros? I don't. What is that? Like thirty bucks? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's probably. I mean, the way the dollar's going is probably like ten thousand dollars. But spending more than thirty bucks, as you said, is I, a fucking ripoff for I, a fiend replica belt. I just wish that you know during this pandemic that's going on throughout the world that people would realize what's important and get these fiend belts shipped out in a timely fashion. <laughs> right. Well, and I think they, from the sound of it, the person ordered it before this all started. Like, it was months ago that they ordered it or something. But in the replies, people were like, are you serious? And I couldn't even tell if it was real or not. So why am I reporting on this? I don't know. Either way, if that was a joke, it wasn't even funny because that is just stupid. <laughs> okay, well, back to the topic at hand. Uh, yeah. Alan Angels is getting so much shit, like, shit on by the entire wrestling world. Like, this guy shouldn't have got a single move in against Kenny Omega. Which, by the way, why would you want a bad Kenny Omega match, you know? Right. Like, why would you want a five-minute squash where he just hits all his moves and the guy does nothing? That's stupid. That's boring. Yeah, and that's not that's not even who Kenny Omega is. Right. You know who would do that? The Fiend. And oh, it would be boring as me, shit. Don't even get me started on The Fiend. <laughs> oh, no. don't Please don't tell us about another tweet. One time I saw a photo. Of no, me. no, no! Stop. I thought that was our new segment, fiend photos. Oh no! <laughs> so yes, anyway. But yeah, he. This guy is just getting shit on left and right. People are getting his name wrong, calling him Alan Eagles, calling him Adam Austin Angles. Or... Yeah, calling him Austin Theory. Austin Aries. Oh no! Please, anything but that. <laughs> and what does he do? He puts out a promo video, like, "Hey." I kicked out of the V-Trigger because I'm an amazing wrestler. I'm one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. And hey, is this guy going to save the indies? Is he yeah. going to save AEW? Call me whatever you want. I don't care what you call me as long as you know who I am and know my that I'm out here doing right. my stuff. Right. Just like you mentioned Pineapple Pete earlier. This is a guy who just made a real name for himself. By seizing the... By doing a job on AEW yeah. Dynamite during a quarantine, you know? Like, good for him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, his tattoos are fucking terrible. Yeah, and his but. little, like, Robin Hood outfit. Like, but I guess, you know, he kind of fits the character. Stealing from the rich Kenny Omega to give to the poor by kicking all the V-trigger. <laughs> How dare he? So this topic just dominated social media all week. But that's not the only thing that dominates social media. Because these wrestlers are home. Mm. Everyone's everyone's tweeting. Everyone's TikTok. And everyone's... Instagram, and, and that's why this week we're talking about social distancing media. Technological romance. Get it? So, as we said, you know, lots of wrestlers are loving their social media lately because the great thing about social media is even though we're all apart, it can bring us together. So they're really loving it. You know, that's why... That's why we use technological romance because everyone's in love with their technology these days. To give you to give you guys a little behind the curtain. Is this a Justin Timberlake song? <laughs> no. I'm tired oh, of using technology. <gasps> oh, he's canceled, by the way. Anyway, so one of the 
the main social media resources that a lot of these wrestlers are using is Instagram Live. You cannot even open your Instagram without seeing like eight people live now, live now, live now. Right. The best of these is, of course, Joey Janela, the Janela Zone. With the Janela Zone. Just the craziest thing in going on today. He's got this guy called Nasty Leroy. I think he's a wrestler, but I'm not sure. Yeah, he said last week when we were watching it, he said he's had like a number of matches. I can't remember the number. Right. He's also he also said he's a former prostitute. We watched it last uh, Saturday night. Last Saturday. No, this Saturday night. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. And he was playing music and just humping the camera. <laughs> air fucking. Air fucking the camera and slamming a beer at the same time. And Joey's face was just so priceless. Like, Joey Janela is out here using social media to create these storylines and put people over. Right. When there's, like, no wrestling going on. Yeah, I haven't seen, I've never seen a nasty Leroy match. I didn't know he existed until last week, but he's probably the next Marco stunt now. You know, he's <laughs> just another guy that Joey Janela just pulled out of nowhere. Truly. And, like, is going to be a huge star. Yeah. And the way Joey Janela can, like, just talk to him, like, he's not making fun of him. He's not, like, using him for clout. He's like, Leroy, where were you? Like, what were you doing? Like, he right. can just talk to him, like... He knows him already. Right. And that's something that, like, amazes me, because I, I can't do that. I can barely <laughs> even talk to you, to be honest. <laughs> I can't talk to me either. <laughs> well. Speaking of awkward conversations, oh. Instagram Live also saw Carmella go live with her boyfriend, Corey Graves. First of all, girl, you can do better. <laughs> but when you only have... Uh, big Cass <laughs> to compare it to. <laughs> right. I guess Corey Graves would be an upgrade. I mean, at least he was seven feet tall. You can't okay. teach that. <laughs> you know, I hate when, like in wrestling, you see someone on TV and you think, oh, this guy's a douchebag, but it's like, he's on TV. He's trying to seem like a douchebag. Mm -hmm. That's his character. But then they show you in real life and it's like, oh no, you just are a douchebag. Right. And I said to you, like, it was a few weeks ago. Where I saw they were posting together, Carmella and Corey Graves. I'm like, wait, what? So that was all true? He really, like, left his wife to be with Carmella? Girl, it, you gotta keep up the, with Well, the, the last thing I remember hearing is that they were like, no, 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 it's not true. And all of a sudden, it's just like, yep, we're together. Like, I totally missed where they all confirmed <laughs> it. But now they're just living together and oh, well, talking about being pandas and being miserable together. I got some Reddit forums you need to check out because... I guess so. You're missing out on the tea, sis. And on Reddit. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, Carmella went live and Corey Graves said that he felt like... <laughs> A panda in captivity who doesn't want to mate? Yeah, apparently. Which, why are you saying that? Like, Carmella's probably got a bunch of 12-year-old girl fans, for one. Why are you right. saying that on her live? And then Carmella's just, like, Like, pissed. what? Yeah. Because, like you said, why would you say that? And, yeah, you're basically saying you don't find your partner attractive. Right. You don't want to bone down during this quarantine time. Right. Which, that's one thing. If you don't want to bone down, you're feeling a little depressed, that's fine. But don't just... Put it on her social media, right? When it's not, and don't like, say it. A... Don't say it in a way where it's like, yeah, because of you, right? You know, like... <laughs> right? And being in captivity with you. So, Carmela, you know, kind of called him out on it, 
And then he's like just staring at her like, let's do it. You be Carmela. Oh, wait, this is an auditory podcast. <laughs> I guess we shouldn't do it. But he's he stares at her for so long. Like it looked like his half of the screen was frozen. Yeah, like I can't believe I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> I can't believe you you are upset by this. I'm not attractive to you. You called me out on my actions that <laughs> right. I knew were wrong. I can't believe a guy who's in his 30s and has mental breakdowns on Twitter attacking Bix. Like, I can't believe he's a bad boyfriend. Yeah, shocking, huh? Shocking. But, you know, Carmela tried to recover and start talking about Shit's Creek. And he's just like, what What do you mean? Why are you mad by that? I didn't mean it that way. Well, right. then why didn't you specifically say that? Right. And was, the worst part was that the clip that we watched on Reddit cut off the re- the next part of the argument, which I was really getting excited to see. Mm-hmm. But I'm not about to go digging and looking for that. No. I like, mean, I saw enough. I like drama that's easily accessible. I'm not going to go look for it. So Instagram isn't the only place for social distancing media we also have twitter and twitter's getting really weird so twitter continues to be the ebay mystery box of the social media platforms sometimes you get a real gem on your timeline this you know you get a you get an xbox in your mystery box that you paid 30 dollars for wow and sometimes it's just a box full of junk like you paid 50 dollars for a box and all you get is some chicken bones in there yeah so this week we had a gem Real gem. New Jack just randomly tweets that he's cooking some catfish. <laughs> but that's not the gem. The gem is Spider Nate Webb, the original teenage dirtbag himself. Ooh, teenage dirtbag indeed. Replies Yeah. That he's cooking Lasagna. Lasagna. But that's not even the gem of it. Yeah, you know how you know how Twitter shows you a picture, mm-hmm. but it's kind of open, cropped. Open for a surprise. It's kind of cropped and then you click the full thing. And uh, Spider Nate Webb is packing some heat. He just has a gun in his pocket. Right, a handgun. Glock. For cooking lasagna. Fresh lasagna for the boys. I mean, when interacting with New Jack, it's not a bad idea to have a gun. (laughs) But I think you're safe on on Twitter, Nate. Yeah, so then we're kind of investigating the photos. Okay, does New Jack have a gun in his pocket? Is that why? Right, no. No, it's just, uh, here I am in my house, quarantined, (laughs) making lasagna. (laughs) I have my handgun. I saw later, uh, Spider Nate Webb just tweeted a photo, like, on his own when he was done cooking. He's like, I weighed my lasagna. I weighed my lasagna. It weighed 15 pounds <laughs> like what did you drop some of your bullets in there <laughs> yeah. he was packing heat both with his gun and in his gut later after he ate the lasagna i assume yeah. packing some heat i hope he took the gun out before he went to the bathroom <laughs> I don't know. when you're dropping like, your pants that fast you could accidentally have a accident accident yeah <laughs> but if you don't drop your pants that that fast you might have an accident in a different way oh, oh speaking of big old turds big old turds is tamina the fiend now i don't know tamina posted a tweet where she was like weirdly a cross between Connachan and the fiend mm-hmm. like there's little characters 
She had dark moments. I don't I don't know. It was really stupid. Yeah, I was like, uh, people only know me as being mean, but I'm I'm going to try to be happy. No, we know and... you as the daughter of a murderer. Yeah. Hi, my name is Tamina and I'm a WWE superstar. So that was the trash end of it. Like, why are is this a storyline that I'm not aware of? Slash don't care about what is the purpose of this. It just seems like Sarah Logan died so that Tamina could live. <laughs> it took me a moment to remember who Sarah Logan is. Oh no. She gonna hunt you down, oh, girl. Oh shit. <laughs> I won't be able to see her either. You know, I knew Tamina kind of had the vid- video editing skills from that Don't Rush challenge that they're the. Oh yeah, was she the women one? superstars were all in. Yeah, she you know gets the brush and when she finishes her look like i'm done up in my wrestling gear her background was like a lava lamp background (laughs) it was all like yellow and like groovy but no one else's was (laughs) so you know maybe she's just trying to bust into that youtube twitter video game but girl we already have all we need in kanachan just go to bed we don't want to see it. So another star of Twitter, of course, is Dave Mouser, who had the big fight we covered earlier. But he's also, he's not only a tweeter, he's also a reporter. And this week, he's got a report for us. Mm. I don't know. As, as he does every week. As he does every week. Seductive Dave Meltzer. So seductive. Dwayne Johnson and HBO have a development deal on a 30-minute weekly series about backyard wrestling called Trey Cunt? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought it said. And then it says... Short for three count. Right. It says Trey Cunt. There's no way it doesn't say Trey Cunt. (laughs) Imagine logging into HBO. I'm going to rewatch Girls during quarantine. And it comes up suggested new. Trey Cunt. Yeah, I thought they took off all their soft cores. <laughs> I know I mean, Trey is probably means three in some languages. Sure, sure. But is it literally just short for three counts? So they took out like the most important letters, like H. <laughs> right. I, I mean, first of all, I would think Trey Cunt. Then I would think Trey Sent. Then I would think Trey Can't. Oh. And then I would never think Trey Count. Or maybe it's like one word, trinked. All right, that's enough. (laughs) Okay, I'll be looking forward to that. And hopefully they change the name. Or maybe not. Because it's kind of funny. Well, Sam, I don't know about you, but I'm getting a little thirsty. Mm, Well, you know what? I'm ready for a fresh cocktail. Good news. Is this happy hour? Oh, you're in luck. It's happy hour. <laughs> you look at me and you judge me. You don't even get to know know the Jimmy Havoc. You don't get to know the I'm really hungover. So, Vintown, let's start off by sharing what we are enjoying during happy hour this week. I'm just having a beer. Oh, a little... A lager. A lager. A Mexican lager. Oh, well, I'm having, I'm also traveling the globe. I'm having a Moscow mule. Oh, dear. Mm. Communist. How communist of you. 
Anyway, this week's Jimmy Havoc Happy Hour has a new tone. Like, before, we found him to be an odd curiosity in the world of wrestling. Yes. An oxymoron, almost. Yes. I wanted him to be a little emo boy reading Taylor Swift poetry. You know, like a deathmatch wrestler. With a soft side. Yeah, but... It didn't click. But last night, we went on the High Spots Wrestling Network. Best $9.99 in the biz. Not Spawn. And there was a two-part series... The best of Jimmy Havoc in progress. Uh, we tried to watch part one, but it was it was a little shocking to see like a, a little skinny British boy wearing all white. Like, no, he was wearing just he was wasn't wearing a shirt. He was wearing just pants, oh, which that's was weird right. to see. Yeah, so we we kind of skipped over that. So we went to part two, where he's the progress champion. He had the longest reign, six hundred and three days, I believe. Or. Nine six hundred ninety. I don't know. Anyway, there's some great matches on here. Jimmy Havoc versus a, a skinny boy, Will Ospreay. It's probably the highlight. Mm-hmm. Probably the best match of Jimmy Havoc's career. Not that I've seen it all, but <laughs> this was this match was fucking amazing. It made me love wrestling. Yeah. Jimmy Havoc's the biggest heel. Yeah, he, <laughs> he plays two songs for his entrance. Yeah, two <laughs> AFI songs back to back. Uh huh. Yeah, in uh, British, UK wrestling. Brit Ress. Brit, Brit Ress? That's what we call it, Brit Ress. Oh, is that a new girl? Brit Ress? <laughs> they have the best chance. To come up with that on the fly with so many words and then everyone catches on like right away is very impressive. So my favorite Brit Ress chant has always been, If you hate Zach Gibson, take your shoe off. <laughs> Take your shoe off, you know, and then everyone takes their shoe off. I've always, like, admired that chance so much. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. But watching these progress matches, like, it's not even close. So they start with... I'm, no, I'm just talking about strictly with Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. The one chance, Jimmy, you're a cunt. Jimmy, Jimmy, you're a cunt. Jimmy, you're a cunt. Jimmy, Jimmy, you're a cunt. Jimmy, you're a cunt. Yeah. Said in a way that only... British people can say. A group, a crowd of British people also called fish and chips. <laughs> Sorry. What do you call a, a bunch of tanned British people? Crisps. Crisps. <laughs> so stupid. Crispy yeah, boys. Yeah, crispy boys. There you go. Also, British crowds really love Seven Nation Army. There's like 10 different chants that go to Seven Nation Army. Will Ospreay. Oh, Will Ospreay. I mean, I can't do it because I'm not British. <laughs> Just being offensive at this point. So Jimmy Havoc is the longest reigning progress champ. Huge heel. Wrestles Will Ospreay in an insane match. The I think the commentators did a really good job, too, of setting it up. Like, Will Ospreay has never been able to hit a 630 mm-hmm. in progress. Will he be able to do it tonight? Well... Wow. Spoiler he, alert, he, it's the finish. He, you know, and you kind of knew it was going to be maybe because on the butt of his trunks, it says hashtag jump tuck pray, which, by the way, is the new Eat, Pray, Love. Of course, of Brit Rest. So I'll be looking for a, a movie about that soon, Jump Tuck Pray. Just an insane match, though. Like, Jimmy Havoc does a double stomp on Osprey to the outside through a table. 
Yeah. You know the deal like I- where you hold on to the two ropes? Just look like an absolute murder. Yeah. Thumbtacks. There's thumbtacks. Uh, one thing we didn't like is at the end, Jimmy Havoc brought an axe out and was going to oh, cut yeah. off Will Ospreay's yeah, head. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. I mean, are you like familiar with like Chekhov's gun? Like, no. Like in a play, if you introduce a gun, by the yeah, end of the scene, the someone gun. has to use it. Mm-hmm. So don't be fucking bringing an axe. A Havoc's, full on Havoc's axe. axe, you know? <laughs> Havoc's axe is the new Chekhov's gun. Yeah. You know, spoiler alert, Will Ospreay wins. Mm-hmm. Probably like. A five-star match, honestly. The next show, uh, Jimmy Havoc does a little introduction to the to it. Yeah, in between matches. In between matches, he sits Jimmy in the Havoc. ring and talks, yeah. not wearing eyeshadow and not, not drinking. Wearing eye- yeah. So it's like, are you even Jimmy Havoc? I don't know. It's like, who is this? Jimmy Havoc's brother? <laughs> <laughs> Billy? Billy Havoc? Billy? <laughs> I don't know. Once people get into those Y names, it's like, let's yeah. do it. The whole family. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so he introduces the next Max. He says he didn't say he was coming back. He said he's never coming back to progress. Well, of course, the show starts. Havoc comes out. Havoc comes out with his little buddy, Paul Robinson. And the other big guy. Yeah, I I have no idea who that was. But Paul Robinson's like, he's like really short. You know, all these British wrestlers are short. But he's like probably four foot 11 or something. Yeah, but jacked. He has like 18 abs. Yeah, jacked. And like, you know, bald head. Like, very British looking. Like, British bad boy. Yeah, he's definitely a soccer like, hooligan. If he yeah, didn't get into like wrestling, he, if he didn't get into wrestling, he'd be, like, fighting people at a Man U <laughs> f- football match. Yeah. So, Jimmy comes out, you know, he's like, we don't, we don't do rematches in progress. I'm aware of that. Yeah. He wants but a give number- me a number one contenders match. You, He's talking to the owner. You can pick the opponent I want it right here, right now. And then it's like, okay, well, you can wrestle Paul Robinson. And no, no DQ. DQ. If you guys try to lay down for each other, you're both you're fired. both fired. And then they just have like an absolute war. Yeah. And Jimmy Havoc bleeds so much. Light tubes, Ugh. thumbtacks, um, tables, tables, no axe, chairs. Thank God, no axe. Thank God. And Jimmy just gets the absolute shit kicked out of him. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the match, he's a baby face. Yeah. The entire crowd is like yeah. chanting for him. I can't remember what the chant was, but it was like Jimmy fucking Havoc, I think. I was like, Jimmy fucking like Havoc. That. Jimmy fuck. Everyone's like going so insane for him. I'm like, is Jimmy Havoc the greatest wrestler in the world? Right. So now we just have this whole new. Yeah, a whole new appreciation. Yeah, I mean, we even, still think he's a little, more. a little weird emo boy still, but but that adds into the appreciation. But I, I don't know if I'm going crazy here, but is AEW dropping the ball with him? Yeah, because you were kind of explaining like Jimmy Havoc's fans know who he is. He went from being that little skinny twig to being so scary that he brings a fucking axe out in a match. You know, he has all this history in progress. And now he comes to AEW and like those people know who Jimmy Havoc is and you kind of like you knew the name when he was signed, but he hasn't really been used. He was in that scary boy match with. Right. It's like he's a violent wrestler, like a death match wrestler. He's done that in the United in the US. Mm -hmm. But AEW kind of made it seem like, hey, he's just a scary ass death match wrestler. But there's like a lot more layers to it, I think. 
Yeah. And they missed those layers. Right. Yeah, I think he could, he can do, like, he wrestled Orange Cassidy this week. And it was a decent match. Yeah, but I think it's still, character-wise, there's something missing. And I don't know if that's just because he's already established in the UK, but, like, he brought that established character here, mm-hmm. and people don't know that. Right. So basically what I'm saying is, instead of AW Dark this week, just show those two progress matches that we watched. And the fucking whole world will have a new In his hands. (laughs) Right. So, very interesting character. And I'm I'm glad we watched that. And, like, I wasn't saying it, like, ironically last week. But now I'm like, wow, Jimmy Havoc is, like, I'm going all in on him. (laughs) You gonna get a shirt? No. It's bad. (laughs) Maybe I would get one that said, die, Havoc, die. That... Um, people in the in the progress crowd and then wearing. wear it to an AFI concert. Oh, oh my next God. level fun! Next level, next level fun. Here it's December every day. Wrestler of the week. So I'm going to start off right away. My wrestler of the week is Jimmy Havoc. Oh, of course it is. I'm yay. taking it. Like I Brit rest, Brit rest, Brit rest. I fell asleep during Dynamite this week, and I never went back and revisited it. Like I love wrestling, but apparently I needed a break from it or something. And then I watched this shit, and I'm like, I love wrestling. I want to stay up all night watching more and more matches. Mm-hmm. I love him. I love Jimmy Havoc. Woo! As for my quarantined wrestler of the week, the Adam Page Memorial. Quarantine wrestler of the week. I'm going to go. Shit, I lost it. Do you want me to say my wrestler of the week? Sure. My wrestler of the week is, it's about damn time, Chuck Taylor. Whoop, whoop. Uh, didn't even have a match this week, but cut a promo after Orange Cassidy versus Jimmy Havoc. They're like in a, in a weight room, in a locker room. And Chuck Taylor just fucking puts his chain around his neck like a junkyard dog. <laughs> Do you know there's a wrestler named Junkyard Dog and he wore a chain around his neck? (laughs) You didn't know that and you said it. That's amazing. Well, that's that's how good Chuck Taylor is. He made me pull a wrestler's name who I don't even know. Wow. I also read an article today about how the Gentleman's Club was Mm -hmm. one of the series that kind of paved the way for BTE. Yeah. And we've watched, I think, almost all of that or most of it. and. Yeah, there's no like consistent storyline or anything, but it, like the article said, it is Chuck Taylor using his film degree. I mean, and it was like fucking 10 years ago. Can you imagine what Microsoft movie or iMovie was like at that point? Yeah, it was point? definitely like Movie Maker or something. Yeah, Movie Maker. That's what I was looking for. Um, So Chuck yeah, so- Taylor, there's a lot, just like with Jimmy Havoc, there's a lot more to Chuck Taylor than what the the average fan might know for sure including myself yeah i mean much of that show is very problematic but yes take it with a grain of salt but i think it's it was coming from the right place it's not something to like put on this pedestal of like everything should be like this but it is my point is like and the article's point was it it showed people that you can show who you are backstage right not just in the ring and that's 
We love it. Thank thank you for that, Chuck. Yeah, especially Orange Cassidy's movie reviews. Watch Furious, Fast, Furious, and Five. Fast and Furious and Five. <laughs> Kill me. Do you have a, a quarantine wrestler? I do of have the week? a quarantine wrestler okay. of the week. It's an it's a take team, but mostly one person. Um not sure what their name ended up being. It might still up, be up in the air. The hybrid TH two. Oh yeah. Jack Evans and and, and Helico. And Helico. I always say it wrong. And Helico, probably mostly Jack Evans. They haven't really gotten a whole lot of use on Dynamite yet. Right. They're right there with Jimmy Havoc with me now. Like, yeah, I think Jack Evans is amazing. Yeah, and Helico wears a whole fucking like green man bodysuit to the ring <laughs> and wrestles in it. <laughs> He's like Leatherman from American Horror Story, <laughs> but you know, is it Jack Evans who like shakes his shoulders no, and Helico, and Helico like shakes his shoulders yeah. to get his jacket off we watched a sammy guevara vlog a few weeks ago and jack evans was in it and he did the the one chip challenge oh my god and like i think it was started out as a bit like yeah i'm just gonna eat it and but then he just fucking eats it and sammy's like no what are you doing yeah he was so messed and then it's like three minutes of jack evans like dying yeah if you've ever seen these one chip challenges like this is the one where i'm like holy shit i am never eating that chip yeah kill me like jack evans was Diane. Yeah. Um. So, you know, kind of a, a theme with this week, week's podcast. There's a lot more to these characters that if you put in the effort, you can see for yourself. Yeah. I mean, the, I think I the point is that say? we just, uh, <laughs> we just, we like, characters. we like wrestling. Oh, we like wrestlers. We do. Wrestlers are cool. Did you think of your... Yeah, for my quarantine rest of the week, and honestly, I'm not even really familiar with her work, but I'm going to go with Deanna Peraza. She oh. was let go by WWE, you know, for no reason. We did a video about that. It's fine. And uh, she did an interview with Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful where she said she was originally going to be on All In. And and finish out her time in, in, Ring, of in Honor. Ring of Honor. And they basically told her, WWE... Um, recruiting her like well if you do that you're gonna miss six weeks of tv time and six weeks of pay and well they she didn't debut on television for like a year and a half yeah i from how i understood it it was that they signed her but she wasn't really gonna start until six weeks later so that's why she thought she could finish out an roh go to all in Mm -hmm. leave roh on good terms but they said yeah we understand you're not gonna be like on TV with us or anything, but if you do that, we're not going to pay you for those six weeks, and like your contract will be right. Affected it, it's it's basically then. it's like a it's a sales tactic. Basically, it's like fear of loss. Yeah. When you're selling something, you're like it's like you buying a couch, and you're like, oh well, we only have one of these left, so mm-hmm. you can wait. But you you know we only got one left, so you might want to buy it now. And that's like kind of what they did to her, and it was just a fucking lie. Yeah, I know it's gross. But anyways, um, I've seen her on on that. I saw her on Paige's Twitch stream, <laughs> um, and she does stuff with Chelsea Green. She says she's best friends with Britt Baker. She seems like a, like a a fun person, and I hope that she gets a chance to go to AEW with her friend mm-hmm. and show us what she got because I'm ready to see it. I mean, that would have been awesome at. All in the women's four way match, the women's four way match. If it would have been Britt Baker, Chelsea Green, um, 
Tessa was in Tessa it. Blanchard and then Deanna Perrazzo. Right, because they went with... Uh, Some, like, mermaid. I can't remember her name, but she was in TNA, and it, like, it didn't okay. really fit with the whole vibe of the show, you know? Right. Like, so her as the fourth woman would have made a lot of sense. Like, this is the next generation mm-hmm. of women wrestling. Yeah. Which we should probably talk about sometime on the show. But that's another mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I... I'm excited to see, you know, when the world comes back, what she does, because I really think this is going to be like motivating and she's going to surprise some people. I really think so. The virtual so virtual. So. so that's it for this week's show. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. Good night. And good luck. Wrestling is my life. Little Osprey. Oh, Will Osprey, Will Osprey, oh, Will Osprey, Will Osprey.